0: Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. Happy, beautiful, glorious November, everyone. And thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, listening, subscribing. If you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to head on over to Apple Podcasts and offer a rating and a review, I would deeply appreciate it. And if you are interested in being a guest or have feedback, please reach out. I would love to hear from you, and you can find me at AnnieWagoner.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Core Nourishment. So today I recorded episode 50, which feels so exciting and celebratory. And I love that it was with my dear friend, Kristen Carlson, who is also another incredible wellness practitioner with her heart open wide and beautiful wisdom. Kristen joined me for the second time on the podcast. So take a moment and note that you want to go back to episode 29 and listen to that one with her if you haven't already. This inspiring woman is living her purpose and passion as a nutritional private chef, certified holistic nutritionist, and movement facilitator, serving the local community up near Acadia National Park in Maine, as well as clients all over the world. In this episode, Kristen shares all about her delicious, nour- delicious—that's hard to say—nourishment packages cooking with deep intention and love, and some of her favorite seasonal dishes right now. And believe me, your mouth is going to be watering when you hear about some of the dishes she cooks. She also talks about taking up space and showing up fully for herself and her clients. And on that note, we chatted a little bit more after we recorded the interview today all about this and Kristen's deep desire to inspire others to really show up unapologetically which is exactly how I feel Kristen shows up in this episode and in the world. It is so incredible and powerful. So Kristen also talks about her daily movement, practices, the power of nature, her leap to Maine almost three years ago, and how she simply knew it was the right time and place where she would root and bloom. We chat about the importance of community and connection, unwavering self-care, mind-body-spirit nourishment, her Reset and Realign program, and also about the various retreats Kristen is offering alongside other brilliant practitioners over the next year. Tune into this episode and savor Kristen's energy, her thoughtfulness, devotion, authenticity, and knowledge. And if you are interested in learning more or reaching out to Kristen directly, head on over to her website at kristincarlsonwellness.com. My goodness, I am so thrilled to simply see you. I know we're not in person, Kristen, but to to see your radiance and just to feel your energy um, and have this opportunity to interview you again it feels like such a gift. So I'm so grateful for for connecting again in this way. Um, just in case listeners, if you haven't already? I strongly encourage you to go back to episode twenty-nine. Literally three years ago, we owned uh, out three years ago, November of twenty nineteen, before COVID. Um, we had the opportunity to sit in person, Kristen, and dive into conversation. So it feels really, um, just really cool and timely that here we are, same kind of time of year, mm-hmm.
1: connecting again.
0: Um, yet we get to talk about all about the things that you have been. Pursuing and dreaming up and creating and doing in that time. So, so, yeah, let's dive in. Um, I'd love to know, like what is lighting you up and nourishing your
1: soul right now? So many things. Um, I would say right now, nourishing my soul is really embracing self-care on so many different levels. So just kind of focusing on the, the nourishment for me, myself individually, um, really growing my meditation practice. Um, I love right now in the mornings to kind of create some space to just reconnect to center. Um, I write a new affirmation every month that keeps me grounded And um, really focusing on intention and staying connected to my vision and my goals. Um, That's what's nourishing me right now um, for me, um, so I can shine bright and enter the world with clarity. Um, What lights me up is working with all my clients. Um, It's so everything, every aspect of what I do in my business. Um, Right now, I'm doing nutritional chefing. I am teaching and I'm, um, doing nutrition coaching and nutrition programs. Um, and really every element of that really lights me up. It's so fulfilling for me to help people. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I mean, else than lighting me up with my, my business and getting outside. I live in literally Acadia national park right now. So it, magical (laughs) um getting outside and getting into the elements is really nourishing and therapeutic for me on so many different levels incredible
0: kristen it's amazing um and i just love imagining what your like what's right outside your window and the fact that you get to witness like be in immersed in nature and in the seasons but also just witness that transformation um is so cool. So, um, I'm curious to know what is, if you, if you feel like sharing, what is your affirmation this month?
1: Well, they're kind of like page long, um, affirmations, but really I'm coming off of a really busy summer season. So reminding myself to stay connected to my goals, um, refocus, on I'm back I'm earning my master's in science in human nutrition and functional medicine so I took the summer off because I had such a busy summer with with work um so reconnecting back to that grounding and allowing myself to take up space uh to to hone back in there to to process what I need to process, to take up space for school, to take up space for what I need to do for my business and all different avenues and to take up space and, and be confident being seen out, out into the world. Um, so yeah. it's kind of like all of that, but I literally like every month will write connect with what's energetically showing up for me and um, kind of jot that down. And like, I am statements or, I'm working on or it's okay to, um, just as a reminder.
0: Such a powerful reminder. And I love it, Kristen, take up space. Yes. Like that's such a, such a challenging, it can be a challenging, um, experience for, I would say, especially women. And I just love that you are like, you said that, that phrase probably five or six times in that, um, minute. And it's just so, so important, I think, to remind ourselves that it is okay to take up space. no matter who you are. we are all deserving of that. Um, and I love seeing you um, leaning into that and shining out in the world even more with your gifts. It's that whole, um you know, I saw it again. I feel like I see it often, but that reminder that, you know we're here to offer our gifts to the world, and we're just not doing ourselves any service by by playing small, you know, and, and not doing service or being of service to others, if we just kind of stay back and easier said than done, but I just so appreciate, I can feel this momentum and this energy, um, and a sense of like lightness around it too, for you, um, that you have so much joy in what you are doing with your work as well as what you're studying. Um, so I'd love to dive there with your, um, nutritional, chefing that you're you've been creating and offering first of all mouth-watering dishes like every time you post a picture of the dishes that you are creating for others um it just a is so colorful um and so seasonal but also just looks absolutely delicious and I want like every single recipe or I wouldn't be able to taste every dish so um what is one of your favorite dishes that you've been creating for people? And then I'd love to hear the backstory or for you to share with listeners what led you to to offer this service for others.
1: So I'll start with a backstory and talk a little bit about what inspires me for food, and then I'll talk a little bit about my favorite things to make. Um I grew up literally cooking with my grandmother. Um, I started cooking on a step stool, and then, it's definitely been a passion for me throughout my whole life. I grew up as a dancer and had went to school for the first time to get my bachelor's in dance. So that's like the connection to the body piece. And as I, you know, continued cooking throughout my life and continued my connection with my body through dance, yoga, so on and so forth, I really started to kind of unite the two noticing how and what worked feeling my body. I've gone through a different, a lot of different health transformation throughout my life. And the more I learn about nutrition, um, weaving the two together because they literally, they are each other essentially. Um, that is kind of how cooking has developed for me in kind of like a nutshell. Um, can I just
0: interrupt you for one second, Kristen? Just for listeners. Um Kristen shares and opens up with such courage and vulnerability in the last episode, 29, really about a lot of her experience growing up um, with her grandmother in the kitchen, but also through dance and battle with uh, disordered eating and body image transformation. So I really strongly encourage you to go back and really listen to that if you're curious to to hear more, Um, because I find myself, Kristen, wanting to ask you more about that here, and then I'm like, okay, we kind of did that, so... Okay. Keep going.
1: (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's kind of how cooking has developed for me and come to where it is with nutritional chefing right now. Um, I'm so incredibly inspired by uh, the colors. I love to have that aesthetic kind of look and not only colors just uh, visually, but because the different colors of plants offer all different kinds of medicinal, um, Vehicles and modalities. So, bringing that in, I'm really thinking about that when I'm creating dishes. I'm always thinking about the nutritional aspect when I'm creating dishes, having it be balanced um, and satisfy you on on all levels. I want it to be nourishing, to fill you up, um, for you to leave or finish that dish feeling, like I said, satisfied, fulfilled on so many different levels, and knowing that you ate something that was really good for you and makes you feel amazing as well as tastes amazing. Um so that's the color aspect I like to bring in lots of different textures and then again I'm so incredibly inspired by the seasons um and I'm so lucky to be like really right in it up here. I mean not only just the seeing I'm looking out my window right now as we talk the change of <laughs> seasons, but, um, also it's a really seasonal place to live. So it's truly when you like hear about like changing and shifting with the seasons and letting things go, like that is up here. That is what it is. Um, I'm inspired by Ayurveda. Um, so I kind of bring all those elements in, uh, what's going on energetically, the changes. Like right now I, I do a nourishment package every month for the locals up here where I kind of have like a framework for a menu and then I shift every dish every month. So it'll like always be like a vegetarian or vegan protein and so on and so forth. Um, And I'm doing like a holiday reset package. So kind of just like it's after Thanksgiving that I'll put it out and then mm-hmm. before Christmas. So it's kind of like that. I bring that into it too. And What I love to make the most right now, that is such a difficult question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know there are probably so many.
1: (laughs) I, one, love to work with clients. I'm going on today to work with a client that has autoimmune, an autoimmune condition. So I love to build menus that are really geared towards what people have going on, uh, health-wise and life-wise. So like I'm catering this, that, that really lights me up. That's not a specific dish, but I love to, to do that. Cause it brings in both pieces of what I do, but I love to, one of my staples for, I have three big staples. One of them is a Meze platter and I'll make like different dishes, different dips. So I'll make like a different hummus. One of my like, most popular hummuses is, is my roasted carrot hummus. And I roast carrots with cumin and turmeric and lots of garlic curry and garlic. And I put in a tahini and olive oil and lemon and um, garbanzo beans and period all up. So that's one. And then I'll do like a beet dip, oh, a beet wow. walnut dip, and then like a vegan tzatziki or a Romanesco, something like that. So it's really like, I think about it when I'm The color there again, and then I'll load it up with all different kinds of fruits and vegetables, nuts, grape leaves, all different aspects. I love to make homemade bread with that and kind of like tie it all together. So that's one staple a quinoa pilaf, and I'll bring all the, di- another staple is, is a quinoa dish with all different, that will change with the seasons to whatever vegetable, whatever feeling we're in, I'll bring that in. And then I put all different spins on kale salads. Those are, those are oh, probably yeah. my biggest, my biggest main staples that I work with.
0: Incredible.
1: said my mind is like
0: jumping around all over the place with so many more questions. Um, but first of all, I just want to say how. In- how incredible it is that you have brought like so much heart and passion and, and thoughtfulness into what you're offering people. I mean, just the way in which you described, like all the various pieces that you take into consideration when you're coming to create and cook and make this food for yourself and for others. Um, is so profound and it's really energy like this is an energy exchange you know you're having this energy exchange with the food that you're choosing and and getting locally and seasonally and then in your process like all the love and intention that you're putting into that is is really priceless so i just am in such awe and um i can only imagine like the healing that your clients get to receive from your food is just so potent in such a beautiful way. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and then as far as, uh, your dishes, like I'm imagining all the colors right now and the tastes, I'm closing my eyes like, Holy cow, like the spices. Um, and as you mentioned, like the medicinal qualities of the food, um, is your, so are you, you are plant-based, is it like primarily vegan or do you also like do more just vegetarian, um,
1: I actually do more than just Um, plant-based. My viewpoint on nutrition has changed. Um, But I'm definitely, I would say a plant forward chef. I I like that. uh, Really connect with that kind of viewpoint nutritionally as well. Like they're so plants, fruits, vegetables, whole grains. um, It's also nuts, seeds, herbs, spices. Mm -hmm. It's medicine. And then bringing in the just different aspects of animal products as kind of like a complement, not the main focus, is kind of where I'm at as a chef. And um, nutritionally, uh, what I kind of like offer as a viewpoint, obviously that changes with every client. But and then chef wise, it changes with every client too, because I want to. I I find that I bring my intention and my approach uh, to cooking because it's obviously a very creative process. It's a very personal process and it's definitely, I want to be authentic in in my, what I offer to my clients because you can see and taste the difference. Yeah. Um, So I kind of work with what, what they're looking for and then kind of infuse myself. I kind of, they always get to look at my website and look at my Instagram before we move forward. So they have an idea of what kind of chef I am. And Mm -hmm. then move forward, then they kind of get that infusion in there. Um, so yes, I do cook with, um, animal products and fish. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great that you, again, you're meeting each client, clients, wherever they're at, um, And, and I am just bringing a little bit of obviously your infusion into it and who you are. Um, I'm curious, you mentioned like, for example, today you're connecting with someone who is um, battling an autoimmunity an autoimmune disorder, um, and you're cooking kind of to help support, um, this person. What, what does that look like? What's an example of a dish, um, that if you feel like sharing specific,
1: I actually have my little list right here. Um, I'm going to be doing a, she's not specifically on the autoimmune protocol, but she's really struggling with her condition. Mm -hmm. and Um, so I want to try and, and help where she's at. She has some aspects that she's really following. Like, um, she's not doing nightshades. She's not doing gluten, but I noticed in what she sent me, and I'm so grateful for it, a list of her favorite foods, things that she really doesn't like and her allergies, which I already knew, but I noticed in her favorite foods that she sent me, she's still eating nuts and seeds and, and dairy. Um, when I planned the menu, I kind of went, or I I kind of avoided those things. So I'm going to try and meet her in the middle, but like, we're going to do, um, a night a nightshade nightshade free chili and I'll make like the consistency of the sauce with a a combination of um pumpkin and stock and that will kind mm-hmm. of build the, like we, you don't you wouldn't use tomatoes if you're working with a nightshade free client so um that will kind of like modify the the sauce consistency and then there's a whole bunch of different vegetables and grass-fed beef in there Um, I'm going to do some grain-free pumpkin muffins, um, some salmon. They have a CSA that they just picked up. Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. She sent me all the veggies that she has that she just picked up yesterday. So she just sent me that after I made the menu. So now I'm kind of like plugging those in where I can, um, so we'll, that, yeah. So that's a long winded answer to your question, but yeah. So no, what, that's, that's yeah, yeah, that's
0: awesome. That's helpful. Cause I also just love, again, you're really taking into consideration. I mean, as I would imagine you would, but naturally, but just like your client and really they're also not, not just like maybe what they're um what, a client might be kind of battling with um, personally and in their body, or um, but also like what they really love, like taste wise, because I just feel like the ingredient of pleasure and joy in your food is so important too. And I love hearing that. Um, curious just for anyone out there who might live closer to you and is like, Oh my goodness, I definitely want to hire her. Um, do you? does do your clients purchase all the food or is that something you work out with them? Like you just mentioned that this one had picked up their CSA. Um, how do you, how do you structure that?
1: It kind of depends on the client. Um, so like, this is great that they have the CSA there. I have the information so I can utilize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually like, I'm still going to go to the grocery store beforehand and the health food store and like the local make the stop. So I'll like go to the my day will be after here is I'll go do the stops for the food that I still need. And then I'll go to their house and I'm there for like three to four hours. I was so blessed this summer that I worked with a client two days a week, um, throughout the summer that had a beautiful vegetable garden. So I would literally go to their house and they'd have a, like a basket of vegetables for me. It was like ideal client. Um, and right from their own garden, like that's so beautiful. Yeah. It's really great when I'm working with a client on a consistent basis, like weekly or biweekly because then they also get the benefit of I get to use what they have. I can, you know, I know what's in their kitchen and I'm building them a healthy pantry and it kind of like it just works so seamlessly. We get to know each other closer. I get to know them more closely, what they what they like, what they don't like. They're comfortable giving me feedback, which is like something I one hundred percent need. Um, so I can please them and and then the the cost of food goes down so that is that they are the ones that are essentially like paying for that um it's separate from what i charge for my service but it just goes down because it's more efficient and more economic
0: yeah and there's a sense of empowerment i imagine too where you're helping, you're in their space, you're working with the food that maybe they've grown, they've bought locally, um, in the and working with their pantry. And I imagine just that fluidity and that um connection is also education for them to help them when you're not there, continue to, you know, cook for themselves or eat in this way, which which I think is so cool. Um, Kristen, you also Offer like your nutritionist, a certified nutritionist, and offer coaching in that way too. Um, do you, is that a blend? Do you offer like a package? Do you find that people who hire you for these nourishment menus and or dishes also want your input on perhaps um, like what they're experiencing in their body, any symptoms, um, lack of energy? Like, do you do a bundle?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll do uh, if it's a client working with me consistently, biweekly or weekly. Then we'll infuse in a separate session for coaching and and going through that, checking in with where their symptoms are at. And then I also, in a different way, I I started and I'm going to be enhancing the programs next year. But I have one program right now called Reset and Realign. I'm actually just finishing we're like literally just wrapping it up. We have one more full week. They're starting their reintroduction period. Um, it's been such a pleasure, but with those nourishment packages that I mentioned before, um, they get that, that, that is also, I bundle that together. So then it, it, that works really well also.
0: And what is your reset and realign program entail?
1: It's a four week elimination protocol. Um, I offer it in a way that I want them to not, it's great if they decide to eliminate certain food or all of the foods um, that are part of the program. But I also want it to serve as a reset and realignment, a reconnection with your body and an opportunity to connect with your relationship with food. So I, I put it out in a way that I don't want it to be a perfection kind of trigger. I don't want them to get like, this could be their first exposure to any kind of nutrition program. And I have clients like that in this round right now. I don't want them to get into, I don't want them to, it could be really overwhelming for them. So their first time through the protocol, they get this full packet. There's so many different layers to the whole program, but if they slip up and start eating certain foods again. Like it's not a perfection thing. It shouldn't feel restrictive. And that's the way I have it. The way I put it out there, the way that I lay out the, the meal plan that's used as a guide. Um, so they have all the information that if they, they know the benefits, I tell them the benefits of eliminating the foods for the 21 days. Um, So they can go and do it again on their own. Or next time I run it, they can join in again at a a super discounted rate. Um, So they just are super supportive. Every week they have a live call. I put in two live. um, I Zoom them. And then if they're local, they can come to it in person. It's a combination of a bar and a yoga class. So they get the movement aspect. Every week they get a meditation in their workbook. They get a meditation and journal prompt. They get a lifestyle and food journal. Um, so they're just supported on my, my view with medicine and health is a mind body spirit connection. So they really get that all of those in that program.
0: Wow. This is so rich and amazing and layered with such compassion to Kristen. I really love that you, you mentioned a couple of times, like this isn't about perfection. This is about the learning and connecting with the body and, um, knowing that they can come back to this as a foundation again and again um is beautiful like what a last, gift
1: last night we had our reintroduction call um cuz my clients last time kind of they really had a lot of questions about it not so much this round um but i spoke about how if they were to have the benefits of if they were to have eliminated foods for the full 3 weeks or longer then how their body could react, reintroducing the foods, what that would mean if they, you know, going from there.
0: Yeah. And really getting what a great opportunity to recognize, like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that, you know, dairy gave me a bellyache, you know, like for people who may have never done this
1: before. And let's say they eliminated dairy. Um, maybe they that, up. That, A lot of people just don't see it's more than even just like GI distress. I mean, people don't see the connection with how they're feeling and food.
0: Yeah. What yes. they're
1: um, and it actually, yeah. You just, you know, see it on a really like high viewpoint this time through then that it could be as, I want to say as little, but it's like not little as all, maybe they got, went through this program there. They're now just eating whole real food or even just creating more awareness on what they're eating and when they're eating. And they notice that their energy level is better and they're sleeping better. Yeah. Like take out all the other things that you could learn from doing an elimination protocol. Maybe it's just those things. And it's not just those things. Those are huge
0: Yeah. Yeah. Life, life life-changing in so many ways. And to have that direct experience and correlation to make that, you know, connection is, is so empowering. What a gift. I'm curious um, because you're human too. And we have our days where where we're, you know, we have our ups and downs as well. And so when you are perhaps going through maybe a tough wave yourself and yet you have a client whom you're cooking for that day. What, what do you do to help kind of like recalibrate, shift your energy when you're in their kitchen and prepping food? Cause I know, and I can feel from you just how important it is to be in that, that present state of mind and um, pouring your love into what you're making.
1: 100%. I mean, I absolutely go through my own ups and downs uh, mentally, energetically and physically, Um, And I just try my own level of self-care is really important to me. Um, And that is kind of challenging navigating in relationships in my life because not everybody understands that. So I take my work very seriously. It's what I love to do. Like I'm literally doing what I love. Um, So my if I know that I have, like, I know that I have my client today, I'm like, you know, setting up a really grounded morning. I walk every day outside. I kind of like this morning got organized mentally. I went to bed early. Like I just infuse that level of awareness all around. If I know that I am feeling a little bit low energy that day, I'll just give myself the space that I need, like in them, I'll create space in my day, like sit down and have a nourishing breakfast and kind of just like nourish myself, make sure that I feel full, like my cup is full. Mm -hmm. So I can go out and give a little bit and just be sensitive around that. And, and again, meet myself where I'm at. Um, And the act of doing everything that I do is truly it's really fulfilling to me. So generally when I get there, if I'm having that kind of day, it kind of is, I want check it out the door anyways. And it's such a, um, you can't think about other things while you're cooking or teaching or working with someone for nutrition. And it's just such a mindful meditative process that kind of all that stuff gets checked at the door. And I, it fills me up. Um, in a way that really works for me because there's a balance with cooking. It's creative and I'm not necessarily, it's kind of like a individual thing. I'm not, though I do do cooking lessons, I am not in that aspect. Or if I was going to do like an in-home meal prep or private chefing, um, it's not kind of like a, a learning interaction for them where I'm teaching them. So it's kind of a one-on-one kind of quiet thing where I get into my zone.
0: That's amazing, and how cool that you've really—I um, imagine—like ex- experimented with that to to learn for yourself, like what really really works um, in being able to de- to deliver uh, the food and the love and the energy that you are really wanting to. So, if
1: you're going to have a business or do your your own, even if you don't, even if it's not your own business, a job, like you have to make it you have to make it work for you. If you're going to, you want to please your clients, but you can't please your clients and give your clients what you need. If it's just not what they need, if it's not working for you and you're not getting what you need, you have to have an energetic exchange that is balanced. And as much as we want to do and bend over backwards. I feel like, and and do what our clients need and drop it all the time. We have to have a level of boundary there. We have to have a structure that we're working with. Otherwise it's just not going to be sustainable. It's not going to be delivered the same way. It's not going to be received the same way. Uh, so I think that's really important um, on that same page as well.
0: Yeah. What a vital message to be putting out there, Kristen, because I know for myself being an entrepreneur and Absolutely feeling lit up in my work um, and what I offer my clients. Um, I've simultaneously had moments or waves where, especially in the beginning of owning my own business, I was like letting go of my boundaries and saying yes to too much. And so, just the continuous growth and learning we get to experience um, through our journey with owning our own businesses and serving others. Um, So, thank you for, yeah, for stating that with such clarity and and importance for
1: people. It, like, it takes time to one, totally. <laughs> to, like navigate through that, learn what actually works for you and to like develop clarity on what it is that you, where you're going, how you're going to offer it. Um, and, and being patient with yourself to gain that clarity because yeah. that's, that's a whole other.
0: challenge. Yeah. Yes. The self-compassion <laughs> and patience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,
1: another part of what you
0: offer, and I love the title, you call yourself a movement facilitator. Um, and I know we, we really dove deep in talking about your dance background, um, in, um, episode 29, um, your other interview, I'm curious to know what, like to start with you personally, Kristen, what does movement look like for you in your practice? Um, weekly and and are you connecting with dance again? Um I know you teach bar, you teach yoga. um, but I'm wondering what your own personal movement practice is. And then we can talk about what you offer for others.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I try to get on my mat for a minimum of so first of all, there's not as many, I mean there's studios around here, but they're they're it's really spread out. So especially pre-COVID, I was going to yoga like literally every day, like to take a yoga class. Now I'm I'm getting on my mat for a minimum of 10 minutes of day in the morning and it's more like yin based. And it's really just to like open my body up and release some tension. I walk outside every day, um, that I, so it's either a a walk on like a carriage trail, which is like a, a, more flat, like hilly path or a hike in the woods, or I have like go to like road walks that I do. Um, I walk like 4 to 6 miles every day. That is so nourishing for me. One, physically it's sustainable. It it works for me mentally. It works for me like my nervous system. I process a lot there. It gives the gives me like the movement that I need in my body. I ran for a long period of time in my life and that kind of ran myself out. <laughs> then yeah. yeah. So walking every day is a way that I can connect with nature, get outside, move my body. It's sustainable. I can do it every day. Um, And it just really works for me. I think there's so many layers of benefit to that too. Um, And then I usually,
0: do you, you choose to unplug during that time or do you sometimes listen to a podcast or music or are you walking without your phone? I'm curious, this is something that's come up for me personally and I've been exploring as well as with my clients. So
1: it it depends on what's going on. Yeah. So sometimes it's so there, I just leave my phone in the car and and off I go. And that is therapeutic in a great way. Sometimes I like have so much I'm working through in my brain, like whether it's for like all the things that I have to do or school or with my business. And it's helpful for me to just have my phone with me and I'll like create a list. I love to listen to different podcasts sometimes where I'm working. Those are kind of the three in between. Sometimes I'll listen to music, but not, not so much when I'm walking. Um, and I love to walk with with friends on occasion. Um, and that's a nice connection, a really healthy connection. And we can work through a lot in that way too. And then usually almost every day, if I'm not teaching a bar class, I will generally get on my mat for about 10 minutes and I'll like do 10. I'll, it's So sometimes it's a little bit more than 10 minutes, but I'll like do 10 one minute exercises. So I'll like time myself for a minute for each exercise. So I kind of get like a balanced Strength yeah. in you um, on the days that I don't have that I don't teach bar. It's kind of like a bar yoga Pilates combination class that I teach. Um,
0: and so do you yeah. find the bar um, does it reawaken the dancer in you, like doing those exercises?
1: 100%. I love teaching bar, um, it's so different from what I have taught in the past but so similar, it like kind of like ties it all together. And mm-hmm. I always have fun different playlists. And I really, I try to offer an, in, I always offer an intention with my my class. Um, either it's, you know, allowing the time together to be nourishing for you, knowing that everybody's practice or time on that, in that class is going to be different or connecting with your inner strength, uh, gaining clarity clearing space. That was our theme this week, kind of letting go what needs to be let go and using movement as a vehicle for that. Um, it just bring in that intention to, to that class specifically as well. Yeah.
0: And there's that beautiful, as you mentioned with your food, like that mind, body, soul connection is is so incredible. So it's like, I can really feel you like showing up in each of those roles, whether you're teaching a bar class or for yourself outside in the woods on a, on a hike or in the kitchen in the client's, um, house and cooking. Like, it's just so beautiful, Kristen, like how much you, um, are really intentionally and mindfully choosing to show up. So it's incredible. Um, and so cool to think like you know, we, we chatted three years ago around, you know, your backstory and, and that led you to do what you were doing in the seacoast area three years ago before COVID. And then with this move for yourself, um, what's opened up and what you have just really leaned into and created is, it's just so awesome to witness.
1: Shifting. If something, Changing where you live can change so much. And not only just because like you have a clear slate and a new community to connect with, but like if you're in an energetic alignment with where you're living, like it is just in flow. I, the first time I came up here, my heart was literally, I came up here with my mom, um, just for like a weekend. I could literally like feel my heart buzzing. And I was like, wow, something's going on here. There's a very, a lot of people feel that when they, they just feel some kind of energetic tie here. Um, And then eventually, I mean, when it, when I decided I'm moving there, everything came together and housing is really hard here. And I wanted, when I made the shift, I was a general manager. I got offered a position of a a full-time general manager of a health and wellness facility um, in Bar Harbor, which is a beautiful place. I still teach there. I love it there. Um, And it just, it, the, the two things, the housing and the job that allowed me to make the shift, they opened up in the beginning of December of 2020. And by the end of December, I moved there. So like when you're clear on what you want, when it's in alignment, it works and you, and you know, you like, there's no question. It was like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. Home sell all my stuff. And then I was out. Um, yeah. And when, I mean, two, for me up here, energetically, it works for me. It's a busy place in the summer, but it's much quieter the rest of the seasons. And, I am in the elements and that is so important for me. It's a, it's buzzy in the seacoast and I love the seacoast uh, for that reason, but there's a lot more people and there's a just, just a lot going on. And while I loved living down there and love my connections down there and community down there, just there was something just not right. And I don't think I could have pinpointed it if I wasn't, if I hadn't shifted it. My sense, while there's less people up here, my community, I have never felt so supported by a community before, Mm -hmm. or so connected to a community before.
0: And like, yeah, and you can feel that like a sense of groundedness that you have, um, allowed yourself to root where you are and to feel really supported is, is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah' make it's making me want to take a road trip up there and visit you. <laughs> and also, hike, I love that area. So, yeah it's awesome. um and I just love too, Kristen, that you like what courage <laughs> I mean to just get up and move, um, but that you you saw and felt and received those signs and you were like, okay, this is a a no-brainer, like, I've got to go,
1: <laughs> but and that takes a lot up. of courage, too. <laughs> well, thank you, yeah, but you know when you know, like if- yeah. You know, yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Um, so, you also something I've witnessed and seen, and I and I'd love for you to just elaborate and share a little bit more about is is when you um, collaborate with other amazing practitioners, teachers um, on retreats. Um, so, what do you have coming up um, that you want to share with listeners?
1: Oh, absolutely, I am just came off last October. I. Sarah Olson, I'm sure down on the seacoast, a lot of the listeners know who she is. She is a yoga teacher and amazing everything. Um, but mm-hmm. she leads retreats worldwide. Um, and I've known Sarah for quite a while now. Um, and in I've worked with her, this is gonna be like our sixth retreat working together. Um, but in May, she's leading a retreat in Taos with Taos, New Mexico with Shelly Grande. And she um I'm really excited to be working with them together. So the retreat is the 10th through the 14th of May um, and I'll be cooking for that. So that is really exciting. Um, What a powerful trio. I thought it's going to be absolutely just
0: life-changing and magical.
1: (laughs) Uh, We have, Sarah and I haven't honed in on specific dates, but we may be doing another main retreat next year and collaborating for uh, one other that'll be TBD to be announced, um, one other little project together. And then locally I have a few, I'm doing a retreat with, uh, Jennifer Beyer for a, it's a nonprofit day retreat right in town, right in Southwest Harbor, which is the town that I work at. And she's raising money to, um, purchase some medical equipment. And then I have Two other retreats booked uh, next year that are artist retreats for older women. We're we'll also be doing um, uh, some yoga and nutrition in there as well. Um, I love to work in the retreat space because it ties everything together for me, um, and I can really bring in the intentional kind of aspect because it it works. It just flows right into a retreat, and and people feel that.
0: Yeah. Are you? Uh, Often blending, like offering the nutrition some nutrition, the meals as well as teaching, um or does it is it dependent on on the retreat and who you're working with?
1: It's super dependent on the retreat because as a retreat chef, if you're doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it, it is a job day. Um, <laughs> yes, I can only imagine. we end, and I'm like, okay, next. <laughs> time. Yeah. You know, I'm still trying to make sure, like, I have time to like take a walk, like, oh, this one that i'm going to be doing the the workshop the nutrition workshop and the yoga class is just going to be lunch and dinner and one of the nights they're going to go out to dinner um so it will work schedule wise but yeah it doesn't i can't do all of it <laughs> so yeah. as much as i would want to like i if, if i was going to teach for a retreat like every day there's no way that i could cook three meals a day also
0: what do you mean? You're not superhuman, Kristen? Like, I don't get it. I'm just you. <laughs> I mean, it comes back to exactly how we started this conversation, right? It's the, the absolute importance of nourishing you, first and foremost, and those practices that you really um, have become non-negotiables so that you can show up and right. be giving what you want to give through your food and, and your work. So I love it. So amazing. I feel so inspired right now. Um, and I'm just so excited for you with all that you are doing and offering and creating and continue to put out there. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners, Kristen, before I have you share where they can find you?
1: Okay, absolutely. Um, Let's see. You can sign up for my Reset and Realign program, which will start in January. Um, I offer remote health coaching sessions and remote um, bar and yoga classes. And I am always interested in um, networking with new retreat leaders, um, new companies, new businesses, new everybody. I love connecting. Um, Community and connection is like the foundation for everything. Uh, So Yes. Um, I'll share where you can contact me shortly. And if you have any questions at all, just, just reach out, send me an email. You can, you can DM me, you can send me a message. Um, it might take me a little bit of time on those modalities to get back to you, but I certainly will reach out.
0: Love it. Thank you so much for just sharing your heart and your purpose. You are totally living in your purpose and your light, um, and just continue to shine so brightly, Kristen. So thank you for being such a champion for that too and role modeling that for for others. Thank you so much for space. Yeah. Like of course. It's been such a joy. So where, yeah, so where can people find you? Where should they um, go to discover more and to be able to reach out to you directly?
1: Um my website is Kristen Carlson Wellness.com. My Instagram is Kristen underscore Carlson underscore wellness. And my Facebook, the handle is Kristen Carlson wellness as well. Um, So you can reach out. My email is on my website. You can reach out to any of those uh, and go from there.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much for this time, Kristen. I'm so excited to continue to witness you flourish. Thank you. Take care.